So hello and welcome to episode number three of the Curtside Podcast. Now in today's episode, I want to bring you a podcast that can help you improve your life for 2021 and how to make 2021 your year when it comes to your goals and anything. It doesn't have to be fitness related. It could be goals towards life in general. So that's why today I have, I'm very excited to introduce you to my first ever guest on the Curtis High podcast, uh, Mr. Nathan Collins. Now, before I let Nathan speak, I just wanted um, just to let you know a little bit about why I wanted Nathan as my first guest. So when it comes to personal training, I consider myself very, a bit of a perfectionist, really, to be honest. And there's so many personal trainers out there who, don't get me wrong, that you're pursuing your goal of being a personal trainer. But there's so many people, in my opinion, that get it a little bit wrong. And when it comes to selecting a personal trainer, I personally think there needs to be a bit of professionalism, a bit of care there. And this is one of the reasons I've picked Nathan to be on this podcast, because if I was to personally choose a personal trainer, and I honestly believe, you know, from seeing what you provide, what you do, you'd be one of my, you'd be the selected personal trainer for me. Um, and the reason for that is literally just like I say, for quality, um, the care, everything like that that goes into personal training, because really we are not just people who give nutrition and training goals and you know, we set sort of structure for those. We actually set structure for people's lives and making lives better as well. Um, so yeah, what I wanted to do in today's podcast is just give you some quality take-home tips of how to improve your lives, what you should look for in a coach, and how to make 2021 your year. So without further ado, I will just introduce him, Mr. Nathan Collins. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm really well, thank you, really well. Uh, that was a really nice intro. I, I appreciate your, your kind words, I really do. Yeah, you're more than welcome, mate. Honestly, it's, it's literally just, I, I, I say it as it is if... Well, I wouldn't tell you if you're rubbish. I wouldn't have you on the podcast. But there, like I say, there are so many coaches out there that might be the nicest people in the world. But when it just comes to that quality that people provide, I think you know a lot of the time the quality's missing. And since I was becoming friends, I've obviously followed your posts. I'm always liking your stuff. But it's just you can see that you put a lot of effort and time into your clients, which is doesn't go unnoticed. Yeah, I, I really, really appreciate that. And, and for some of your listeners that obviously don't know about myself. Um, so we're in 2021 now. It was 20, 2017 uh, when I made the steps into the industry in the first place. And I think where you kind of spoke about someone like like myself, you know, put a lot of effort and energy into his coaching service. I think that comes from a place where like where you haven't been in a job or a career that potentially you've been happy in and you always knew the route you wanted to go into to then be to then basically have the opportunity to do that and provide, you know, life-changing sustainable transformations like that's probably why I've got so much energy and so much care in my service because I've probably been in that place that I didn't want to be and now I'm in a, in a really nice place and yeah I'm just I'm just really really grateful. I'm so glad you said that mate because for those who don't know about me you might know but I used to be a plumber and um, you know working those 50 hour weeks when you're an apprentice plumber especially and and the hard graft that you put in for something really you just was kind of pushed towards that you know I was pushed into plumbing I didn't really want to do it it was just something I heard was good money um so I went down that road and I to be honest I hated every minute of it it was cold even on a summer's day you're in a freezing cold house it was always horrible you, you wake up every morning and just like oh, work today and uh, obviously it wasn't for the big change in my life when I lost my brother, when I realized, you know, there's more to life than, you know, living a life where you don't enjoy it. 
And I'd always wanted, I mean, I'd always loved helping people. I love training myself, but helping people. Uh, I used to go to sort of like, you know, just general down the gym. But people would see me training and I'd like to just give people tips on that. And then a couple of weeks later, they'd come up to me and say, oh, mate, look at my arms. I'm feeling awesome from the tips you've given. Like, it gives you a bit of a buzz. And then when it was time to trans, you know, when, when I realised that life's too short and I sort of said to my dad, this is what I want to do. Um, I, I just totally agree that like I think you have to have a little bit of hard graft in your past to appreciate the uh, you know how awesome being a personal trainer and helping other people is. Definitely, it's massive, and you know we come from kind of similar backgrounds, I guess. Like you said, you were into plum, you were in plumbing. You know, I was in like kind of education with schools, and I think you just go to a direction that I guess you just go towards that safe option, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. And you kind of get brought up or I went down the route that that was the direction I was going to go even though I didn't want to go into that direction so it, it definitely takes I guess some balls to then actually you know what I want to do something slightly different and, and you follow a passion of yours and, and see where it takes you. Exactly that mate and I think obviously just going into now of obviously what we've been going through with this COVID-19 and the pandemic and everything last year I think a lot of people are now realizing you know the importance to actually giving yourself you know Things can finish at any point in your life. I mean, we're lucky, really, that the, this pandemic was the small percentage of death. You imagine it being something like killed 90% of people who got it. The world would be in absolute chaos, and there's no reason it couldn't have been that bad. Um, and for something to be able to just flick the switch that quick and end everything you've got, I think you've put life into a bit of perspective as if, as if to say, you know, I do need to live my life for right now and do exactly what I want to do. And I think that's the reason why... One of the reasons why I want to do this podcast today to, you know, to encourage people if they do have a fitness goal or any goal as such, you know, it doesn't have to be fitness related, to start making those steps towards that goal because you get one life and if you don't live it to your best ability, then what is the point? Yeah, exactly that. And obviously not to make this too COVID heavy, uh, COVID heavy podcast, but, you know, at the start it's very uncertain. People didn't know what quite to do. Obviously there's no gyms, but I think kind of from, I noticed a bit of a transition from kind of June, July onwards, actually, you know what, this is not going to be like a short term thing. This is going to be something that we're going to have to either live with or deal with for the next year or two. And, you know, it's not to scare anybody or anything like that, but, you know, it's a completely different world that we're going to live in now. And it's like, actually, you know what? I'm still going to take action my fitness goals. I'm still going to uh, make sure I achieve them, whether gyms are open or closed. I'm going to make do, I'm going to adapt. And uh, I think that's really, really important to obviously take away from this podcast. You know, anyone that's obviously looking to start, you know, there's never a perfect time, you know, just just start today. And uh, it's as simple as that, which is, which is really important. Exactly, mate. Totally agree with you there. Like you say, in last year with personal trainers, it was a case of you either thrive or you crumble. And I think, you know, at first when I was thinking about these online workers, I was thinking, how do I do it? Do I sort of offer my my tra uh, clients a one-to-one -one sort of online? And there was a couple of times I did that. And to be honest, when you're not face-to-face -face and you're not in the real life with somebody, obviously just adjusting them, giving them exercise tips, it can be a long hour just watching them train, you know. You imagine just watching a video of someone you really enjoy training. An hour is a long time. And then say you get through that hour with them and then you've got another client booked in of this, you know, you're thinking, it does. I can imagine that being very, very tedious. So for me personally, I did go down a route of, right, how can I adapt now? I need to do something because I'm not the type of person to just sit about, be lazy and not sort of progress with my career as such. So I was set, sat down and brings us on to a good point, actually, which I wanted to mention today. This was the time I sat down and invested in a coach. 
And I don't know if you've ever invested in a coach yourself, but the importance, which I never realized of, you know, what I have learned, and we both know the man I invested in, which is Mr. Phil Graham. I know you've had him on your podcast, which I listened to probably about three nights ago. Um, and Phil Graham to me, um, I, I've actually, I've known him for like known of him for a while. When I went to body power once I was waiting for Phil Lerney and he was on before him and he was talking more about the diabetic route then. So I wasn't really making ma many notes because not being a diabetic myself, not really having any diabetic clients didn't really mean that much to me, but I could see he was very knowledgeable. And, uh, so from that point I kind of followed him. So when he went down the route, the route of, uh, providing online training for coaches and uh, I'll keep seeing them pop up and like obviously a big goal for anybody is money you know um, people say oh, I don't do this for the money but realistically you know you want to be in a f comfortable p position financially so to be able to do that as including in something you love is very important so when I'm seeing all these clients like he was saying you know we guarantee you hit 10 grand a month and things like this and my ears were thinking could, could I possibly do this and then with all the pandemic, once it hit and I realized the transition I needed online and he was offering this online crisis kit, I thought, you know what, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to actually get my money out, invest in something that's with my business. And I, honestly, like to, to tell, tell people, yeah, invest in a coach, it sounds, you know, just goes over your head. But it's been the absolute single best thing I've done in my business. And I haven't even been with him sort of six months yet. One of the things he says is if your coach doesn't have a coach, do they believe in coaching? Which I, you know, is a great point. Yeah, absolutely spot on. I think like this sounds so cringy kind of saying this, but it's definitely true and something that I've really taken upon myself the last year, 18 months is like the best investment you can make is in yourself and like invest into other people that hopefully will improve you as a as a, a person, as a coach, as a mentor, whatever it may be. Like you said, you're investing to, to your own business to obviously then hopefully create more value to your coaching business. It's really, really important. And I think definitely, I, I, I think what well, I'm 25 years old now, when I first went into industry, I thought, oh, hang on, I know everything, like it's fine, like I can make it myself. But in actual fact, you're always the learner. There's always opportunity to learn and like from my own coaching business, I have a lot of kind of PTs or online coaches um, as clients because they're looking to take information for myself. Me too, this is a goal of my uh, of mine for this year is to invest into a coach that I think is right for me to hopefully improve my service or my kind of physical capabilities, whatever it may be. Um, but like I said, we're always learning. There's always so much more to learn. And if you're willing to put yourself out there, then you're only going to improve. And I think people that don't like, Obviously, I, I guess myself looking back, this is why I can talk about it now. Going back to when I was 21, 22, it's the ego that gets in the way. You don't want to hear it from anybody else, or what do they know, kind of, um, kind of thing. So, definitely the best investment you can make. But definitely as well, when you're choosing the right kind of coach, you've got to have a mixture of things. And you probably look at this for yourself and um, and your in your coaching. And for me too, it's like that trans that transparency, that support. Um, do you have the service like there's so many things that that you've got to look at for the right coach because there are so many coaches out there and and, and a point that you made earlier was obviously a lot of people are now looking at themselves and their own jobs and their own kind of fitness goals and think hang on maybe I can try that and I know a lot of people in the industry have um, there's a lot more people in this industry personal trainers online coaches because They've either been, you know, made redundant, or they haven't got employment, or they just think, "Hang on, you know what? It's not worth being in the job. I'll do something I've, I'm going to enjoy." So, 
there's a lot more kind of coaches now and a lot more kind of options to have a coach. Um, so yeah, trying to find the right coach is, is really, really important. It really is. So the one thing I wanted to speak to you today about was obviously the fact that you're getting a lot of these online influencers now who are just going straight into the, you know, oh, you know, I could sell plans. And to give you somebody who doesn't do that. So I don't know if you know of, she used to be on Love Island. So obviously millions of followers. Her name is Zara McDermott. And uh, she has a coach called Chris, who used to be in SAS Who Dares Wins. This is how I sort of found out about her and him, um, obviously being obsessed with SAS. Um, but yeah, so I've been following him and he sort of posts some pictures of her and I thought, oh, I recognise her. And then I realised it's the girl from Love Island. Anyway, cut a long story short. Uh, she done a Q&A the other day and somebody said to her, look, you know, when are you going to release your own nutrition plans and stuff like this? And to total respect to her, she's the first person like in that sort of, you know, online influencer market who just said, look, I'm not a professional. Um, Chris is my coach. He does everything for me. Yes, I could make a hell of a lot of money if I did this because people want my body. They just want to hear what, you know, they've done. But she says, I will never sell plans not being qualified to do so and I wish that, that every influencer out there actually took the step the same as her and said you know I respect these people who do the qualifications because there is a lot more to just a calorie deficit. Yeah exactly that and obviously I, that's the first I've heard of, of someone like of her stature turn around and say actually no uh, I'm not going to go down that route so you know fair play definitely but I agree, not just kind of fitness. I think you have that a lot now with like anything that's very current and people are trying to get into, whether that's fitness or like trading's another one. A lot of people claim to be obviously um, trading experts, rightfully or wrongfully. I know everyone's got to start from somewhere, which is really important. We've got to remember that. But having the right information from the right person is, is, is so, so important. And, you know, those kind of traders will have uh, an expert or a mentor themselves. Sarah, who's obviously massive, has a coach herself. So there's always someone that they're going to and, and you just got to make sure it's the right one for sure. Definitely. And I think going on from that point, no matter how big you are or how successful you are, I can give you an example of Tony Robbins being like, you know, everybody goes to him for motivation to feel better. He has a personal trainer. And like you say, if he can't motivate himself to do it, which he probably can, but having that accountability to somebody else who looks at you from a different angle and say, this is actually what you should be doing. Uh, it just, like you say, the accountability factor is massive. How, holding yourself accountable to somebody else, you know, you're letting somebody down if you don't do what they're sort of selected for you. Um, it's very easy to let yourself down, tell yourself, I'll do that tomorrow. But when you do have a coach in place, it's just that, like you say, it's that structure to your life, which sometimes you need. Yeah, exactly that. And, and kind of what I touched on very briefly at the start of this podcast, you know, some of my clients I have are coaches or uh, personal trainers themselves. A few times they've answered on their story, sort of saying like, you know, why have you got a coach? You know, don't you, don't you know the information yourself? And a lot of the time it's like, yeah, I probably know sort of 80%, but that additional 20% that you get, you get the accountability. And sometimes as well, if you're a a coach or a personal trainer yourself, you know, and you want to focus on your business, you let another coach take care of your um, kind of physical goals, which is which is really important. You kind of forget that because sometimes business and fitness is very difficult to manage because you put maybe too much in one pot and then you know, it takes away from your obviously fitness goals and then maybe you might be going too much in your fitness goals, takes away from your business goals, then then you might need a mentor. So lots of things to, to obviously think about in, in that aspect but um, definitely something that I'm looking at doing for this year get a coach or even a mentor like kind of like you said um, and, and I highly recommend everyone look at look at something like that 
perfect. So with regards to other coaches, say, out there, where would you say a lot of coaches go wrong uh, with today, sort of, you know, how they approach coaching, um, you know, what they offer their clients? It's, it's very it's very difficult. Like, obviously, I can only talk about my own experiences and, and maybe what I just see from the outside in with coaches. I just think now there's obviously a lot of competition with other coaches. I just don't think that other coaches have the right kind of service so for example I still see coaches just offering training programs nutritional programs and it doesn't really get you anywhere because you can go on YouTube you can buy someone's ebook you get so much free information now of a training split and kind of what to do and you can kind of do it yourself so for me like when you talk about the service it's like okay the check-ins the the private content that you're offering um, that kind of one-to-one service in an online um, service if that makes sense you know nothing's kind of actual uh, specific to, to themselves so when it comes to service there's so much more to look at you know you need to you need to make it private you need to make it personal you need to like basically be able to scale up as well and and, and retention is, is a massive one so I think when it comes to people's service like there's still a lot of coaches there that just think just by following a training nutritional program that's it um, and unfortunately, it's not because anyone can do that. And if people do do it, 90% of people that do it kind of f- kind of fall away because they haven't got that accountability. They haven't got that structure. You know, they haven't got that coach or mentor to provide extra motivation and even more structure on top of what they've already got. So that, that's probably what I'll suggest. What about you? Definitely. Well, one of the things for me that Phil Graham has taught me the most is just self-value. So, for instance, in the past, I have, I mean, you took sort of three, four years ago, there was a point in, in in my career where I thought, you know, what, I really do want to help as many people as possible. And I probably spent about four or five hours a day on this specific program, right? And I called it the next level program for some reason. I just thought it's going to be next level. I'll call it that. And I put a lot of time and effort into this. I, I taught people how to calculate their own calories, how to track them. Um, I taught people the, the importance of obviously progression in training. I even give them training plans to follow and show them how to progress. And honestly, it was a hell of a lot of work worth a fortune. You know, if I was to sell that, you know, people would pay two, three, four hundred quid for this bit of work. And I thought the reason that, you know, I want to get a really good following on this, I'm going to give it out free of charge. So I'd done all this work, put it on my line and I was advertising. I was saying, look, honestly, get it. And the people who got it, I mean, there was literally one or two people, yeah, followed the link, put their email in, got it sent to them, messaged me and say, mate, this is incredible. How are you giving this away for free? But I was getting nowhere, like two people downloaded. And the goal was to get, you know, thousands of people to start following me because of this awesome plan. And I got nowhere. And I started listening to some things and, and then I realised, you know, the, there was there was no value in this in this piece of work. People could just get it, look at it, yeah, chuck it in the bin. They, they, had, they put none of their, you know, hard-earned money into this plan. So, do you know, I, I thought, right, rather than chuck it away, I'll just put it on my website as a, yeah, possibility. And I put it up for 50 quid. I just thought, you know, someone might buy it. As soon as I put it up to 50 quid, all of a sudden, they started getting sales. People started actually valuing it a little bit. And that, that was a big turning point for me, realising that, you know, if you do give free information, sometimes people can just sort of like go, Ah, you know, it's a load of rubbish. He wouldn't be telling you if it was free. Whereas if you put a little bit of value on it and sort of like, that's a big part to my plans now. I mean, people, if if people are willing to invest in themselves and commit to you with an investment, one, they're not going to fall off the wagon. They are financially committed to you and your plans. And I just find that they, my clients' results now, since obviously valuing myself, valuing my work is 10, 20, 100 times better than it used to be. That's incredible and, and, and definitely you've got to, you know, provide 
well, you, you've got to give yourself your own value and, and you know when you put so much work in something, what the actual kind of cost of that particular product is. And I think when it comes to value and kind of free content, like obviously I don't know about yourself, but obviously for me, like across like Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok that I use, you know, mailing list as well, every single week I'm pumping out free content that people can access. So it's a bit like kind of, I guess, Gary V's uh, saying like jab, jab, uh, right hook. So you're giving out free, free content. Okay, cool. If you want something that's a lot better, exactly what you, you suggested there with your kind of guide that you were offering, it's like, okay, cool. If you want that, then this is how much it's going to cost. And it, it provides more of a demand that way because you've kind of provided what you, um, you kind of shown what you provide on a free basis. But in actual fact, you know, that kind of product you have is, is, is worth a lot more. And obviously people pay it and that kind of reasons in, in their head and they think, you know, perfect, I'm going to purchase that. So, yeah, definitely. I think from a value point of view, you've got to. It's difficult, like when it comes to coaching, like everyone's at a different kind of point. Because I think, like something like yourself, you've been in the industry for a while. You were able to do that because you've already created those transformations. You're a reliable coach. You keep showing up. You know, I think if you were just to get into the industry and then suddenly offer something like that, you know, maybe wouldn't work as much. But for yourself, you know, you offer incredible value on a on a weekly basis. Then actual an actual fact, something like that, yeah, it's it's got a lot of value to it, definitely. Definitely. And like you say, that's one thing I'm noticing now, which I personally notice where coaches go wrong is constantly posting like, ah, oh, you know, this for ten pounds, this for five pounds. And you think to yourself, like, realistically, I know, I know, you know, money's not the same for everybody and there is a value to money, but realistically, somebody could afford five pounds, you know what I mean? But it's that you know, oh, it's only five pound. Really, how much work has he put in it? And and this, and I do think, you know, when these coaches keep putting special offers, like I'm going to offer fifty percent off a Black Friday and all this, um, I, I've I've seen a lot of coaches just constantly doing offers. And it's very similar to a brand, I don't know if I'm allowed to say who they are, but a brand who do supplements. Every single day, I will get an email saying it's 20% off today. Oh, it's 15% off today. And I don't buy from them because I'm waiting for that next deal, if that makes sense. If they just did maybe just one a year, Black Friday or, or every so often, but when it's constantly, you know, I think it stops people signing up because they always think, oh, there's going to be a better deal out there. I think if you just keep your prices to one set price for everybody, this is what I, you know, if you want to work with me, this is what it costs. I think that's the, you know, the best route to go down. Yeah, definitely. If you keep devaluing your service, it's going to get to a point where you're not necessarily taken seriously anymore. And that's really important. I think as well, just from a coaching point of view, like each year or certain parts of the year, like I'll put my prices up and, and whatnot. And, you know, some of my current clients and new clients happy to pay it. You know, some people don't want to obviously join a service for a particular reason, but people value that service. Like I said, they see what you do for free. They see your transformations. They see your uh, testimonials. You know, they see who you are as a coach. You know, for them, yeah, I understand what you said. You know, sometimes money is a little bit of an object, but if someone's really, really serious about education, about uh, achieving their particular fitness goals and being able to sustain it, then they will invest into a, into a coach um, if they can see the values there as such, which is a point that you made. So, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that's a big importance to show, obviously, first of all, the client needs to understand the value because... You know, we help. We are a endpoint to somebody's problems, and once they realise that, say, look, this guy can sort me out for good. And once they obviously value the the change in their body, the change in their lives, I think that's a big part of you know 
for instance, um, one of my clients gave me a testimonial last week. I asked for a load of testimonials. And when I read it out, I thought, Do you know what? He is so right. And he said that people will spend thousands of pounds on your car, your, you know, product lip fillers, for instance. Whereas when it comes to them, their self, their own health, it always takes a back seat. And I thought that because I had a bill come from my car the other week and it was over a thousand pounds. And it was just like, oh, yeah, that's what it costs to fix. You know, that's what it is. So I paid it. And the car's back. It looks exactly the same as it did when it left. There was nothing I actually got from it as such. But because it's my car, I paid that. Whereas if you've got a coach say to me, look, you know, I can change your life, make you live a better life forever for a thousand pounds. I'll be like, oh, you know, that's a lot of money for, for that. And that's, that's the value in yourself of what, what you've got to find important, I think. Yeah, I agree. It's, um, yeah, a really, really important point because you think to yourself, whether it's a car or a house, whatever it may be, it's it, your your instant thought is it's got to be done because this is the short-term fix and it's going to help me for the next three to six months or whatever it may be. Like you said, from a coach's point of view, if you're able to place that focus in, you know, the first three or six months able to invest, you're going to be able to push on for the rest of your life, which is, yeah, incredibly important, definitely. So if we were to go down a route, say someone now come up to you and wanted to be coached by you or, you know, wanted some advice from you, what advice would you give them to sort of like smash 2021? I think from a 2021 point of view, I think you've just got to focus on the current situation we're now in and also just give yourself plenty of time as well. Like I always, um, I'm a massive fan of like enjoyment and sustainability. I know that sounds really boring from like the outside in, but I think once you place focus on enjoyment, you know, then comes um, the education point of view, you start learning more, um, you start seeing results a lot more as well. And, you know, you can take that forward for like the rest of your life. And I think this year, if you can kind of stink, stick to a principle or a method of training um, and nutrition as well, rather than kind of yo-yo like dieting, trying different things, because, you know, as we've seen from like last year and, and this year, like, you know, uncertainty is going to make us want to do different things and change and we can have different moods on a, on a weekly basis. So I think if you're able just to give yourself time, stick to a kind of principle and a kind of method, uh, work cards and just focus on that um, enjoyment aspect, you know, personally, I think, you know, every period of time results definitely come. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, just adding on to that, I just think if people actually sit, sit down, evaluate the importance to their reason why they want the, you know, why do you want that transformation? Go really deep on yourself. You know, sometimes it takes, uh, you know, oh, just want to look good for holiday isn't enough, you know, and, and then sometimes say that it was your goal. For some people that is. When you start training, you know, oh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna gonna be eating a load of crap on holiday. I'm probably gonna lose it anyway. And then you just start sort of thing, giving yourself excuses of why you know you can come off plan. It's not that important to you. Whereas if you go quite deep into it and sort of say, you know, my reason why is not just to look good on holiday. I want to be able to sort of you know be able to run at any point. I mean, a big factor for me is having children. I want to be the healthiest, strongest dad in the world to them forever. And you know, so by doing the training I do, keeping myself fit, healthy, choosing the right foods. But at the same time, enjoying life. I mean, we'll have pizza on Friday and, you know, I live life and just make sure that I am aware of what's going in my body, how hard I'm training. And, uh, you know, my why is big. I want to live as long as possible to be around for my children. So if you if you can find your reason why and why it's important to you, I think, you know, training then becomes easy. It's like a backseat thing. It's you're focused on something else. The training's just there to follow in the background. 
Yeah, definitely. And, and, and kind of a, t- a point that I touched on earlier, you know, see so many people that are now engaged in fitness, like even though gyms are shut in the UK, you know, you see so many people that are now engaged in it and creating a bit of a lifestyle exactly for the reasons, like you said, for, from my point of view, from a, a coach, like I'm very much into kind of functional fitness. So the kind of principle I use is kind of like ready for anything. Like you can, you know, lift heavy, you can look great, you can go outside and go for a run. It's that general kind of term of just making, like, putting focus on performance rather than just purely aesthetics. But then definitely, you know, transformation, a physical transformation is really important. And if you can kind of have those kind of two and, and create that um, nice balance between those two, you know, you're going to find enjoyment. And yeah, it's, I think if you're just able to find that reason why and just starting now, um, I think in the long run, you know, not just right now for 2021, but 2022, 2023, you're going to be in an amazing position. Definitely, definitely. One of the things in uh, with the Phil Graham coach, and he gets you to write down uh, where you want to be, what you want to do, and what you want to have. And when you visualize these over and over again, and you start putting sort of a structure in place to actually achieve these, I think that's the main point because you know everybody can have as you know as cliche as it sounds the the dream but until you sort of make the steps towards the dream that will always be a dream so uh you know i think it's very important to understand your reason why get out a structured place i see you'd also um his new journal that he's released i see you'd done a purchase which i did straight away just because i knew it'd be so quality and i've been implementing all the different things in there as you know not just business but your life structures as well and when you wake up and you've got say like a to-do list and you, you visually tick off like you know steps towards where you want to achieve i think that's a massive thing to like finish the day realize how much you've got done where if you didn't have those sort of steps in place, it's just a case of, oh, what should I do today? And, you know, you, I, I think a lot is missed, whereas the night before when you're feeling productive, write everything down, and then I think you're well on your way to success. Yeah, I definitely think there's a, a bit of a line between, like, hard work and going, like, 100 miles an hour. Like, I definitely know, like, kind of 2019, early 2020, I was I was trying to work hard, I was trying to balance it, a one-to-one business with online coaching, trying to build that and a social media presence and trying to do everything whilst, you know, being in like a relationship as well. It, it's very difficult. So obviously I'm working hard and I thought I was working hard. But in actual fact, I was just going out 100 miles an hour. I wasn't assessing anything. You know, with the journal, it's fantastic. You have to write down, obviously, what you're grateful for, you know, debrief as well, insights and just take a massive step back, assess exactly your why, assess where you want to go and everything else kind of opens out for you. So now I work as, as hard as ever, but I have a lot more time in the evening. I have a lot more time at the weekend. And, you know, rather than just going 100 miles an hour, because that's that's not healthy. And if anything, you know, in a better position now than, than what I was before when I was working crazy more hours back then. So, yeah, you know, it's really important. I think gratitude as well. I know, obviously, Phil Graham, he, um, with his journal, there's... Uh, a segment where you obviously have to be, um, you have to basically have to write down what you're kind of grateful for each day, and and for, for me that's massive, and that's something that maybe I haven't done before, and I think a lot of people are, are doing a lot more for for this particular year as well. Awesome, yeah. I mean that's that, that's something for me the the mindset part, which is you know mindset's overused a little bit now, but 
you know, the, the part of your training and nutrition, which is the importance to the mindset part, getting things right in your life. Um, like you say, being grateful for certain things, realizing how far you've come. You don't realize the importance of those steps in your goals. Um, and it wasn't until I joined with him and started doing things like that, that I now, like you say, offer a complete sort of section of that in my plans with my coaches. I want to help people understand the importance to say, giving themselves, like one of the things I do on a Thursday is 30 minute Thursday. I say, right, today is the day you literally just make that time for yourself. And there's, you know, there's always that excuses, I don't have enough time. But you can set the alarm 30 minutes earlier in the day. You can, like, obviously go to bed 30 minutes earlier, stay up a little bit longer. You can create 30 minutes in your day for something. And if you can just give yourself on that one day a week a bit of you, you time, I think you realise, you know, you sit there, you can go for a walk. You, and when you're going for a walk, you start, you know, putting things into place. You start thinking a bit better. And... Um, for me, that's been massive, a massive sort of factor to my goals and how I sort of, you know, progress forward. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, I think something that obviously I neglected was obviously even evening time. And I guess, like you said, you know, 30 minutes for yourself, you know, and, and making sure you have that time. But even more to extent, like for myself, like even if I wasn't, you know, working with clients in the evening, I'd still use that evening to do something. I'd be scrolling for my phone. I'll, I'll be doing something. But in actual fact, you know, two hours at that time, you know, that's that's with me and my, my partner and we, we, we talk about how the day's been and, and just talk about things that maybe you neglect on a day-to-day basis, like, which is really important. I think going back to the coaching service, that's why, you know, I'm very much of an enjoyment point of view because I think not just training, you know, you've got to enjoy it and it's going to have a really positive impact. But I think like in the day-to-day life, you kind of forget why you're doing what you're doing you know you get caught up in it all you know you've got content from everywhere you've got you know different mentors you want to listen and learn to plus other things and you just caught up you get caught up in it but if you just take a massive step back have time to yourself and obviously then go again for the next super points so obviously we're coming up well i don't know how long we've been chatting now for a while so i'm hoping that the listeners out there have taken a load of take-homes from this but what i wanted to obviously get people doing everybody who's listening to this obviously i'd love them to follow you on social media as well because like i say the stuff i see you do is i messaged you not that long ago it's just nice to i think i messaged you saying it's nice to see somebody actually teaching somebody form with good form themselves because the amount of people i see of like oh yeah this is how you do a front raise for instance and then it's like well that's not how you do a front raise so i messaged you and just said mate i'm you know every single thing you post is top quality and i just appreciate that but where can people if you give people your sort of instagram where can people follow you mate yeah i think the main social media platform i use is instagram so that's nathan another n and collins um like i said i've got youtube tiktok uh, twitter um, i have all of those other platforms as well but you can find all of those uh, if you head over to my instagram and for those who do love listening to podcasts, I mean, we were chatting that you have actually obviously stopped doing some podcasts at the moment, but you do have them still available. Um, I mean, I've uh, been listening to them recently. So that's a, an insight to the fitness industry, isn't it? And I was actually a guest on Nathan's show. So definitely go over there, give that a listen. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much I think we covered pretty much everything to do with coaching. Um, Obviously, if you guys out there do have any questions, feel free to inbox myself, get in touch with Nathan. Um, Just, you know, find yourself that perfect coach because everybody needs a mentor in life. Um, Like you say, like I said earlier, a coach that doesn't believe, uh, doesn't have a coach himself, doesn't believe in coaching. And uh, 
I think that's the biggest take home from today is just sort of like set yourself down, assess where you want to be in life. Exactly what I said, the where you want to be, what you want to do, what you want to have. Start planning towards that. And like you say, invest in yourself. And I don't think you can go wrong. Amazing. So, uh, yeah, so that's it for today, guys. Um, please join us on the next episode. Like I said, 2021 was the year for me where I've set some personal sort of New Year's resolutions. One of them is to be a bit more active on my podcast. Um, but if you don't follow me on all other social medias, there'll be links in this to follow. But uh, have a great day, guys, and join us for the next one.